Welcome everyone to the Cast for a very special bootlegged segment where we look at an animated movie. Motion picture. Motion picture. Uh, uh, it's a talkie. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a... You're somehow both getting ahead feature. of yourself and like way far behind where you're supposed to be. Yeah, I know. I'm doing the Scott Ackerman thing where I just like keep everyone in the green room <laughs> and make them wait for me to wrap up this dumb intro before I actually introduce them. Uh, let's not waste any more time. We have two guests to talk about the movie that we're talking about today. Let's introduce them. We've got our friend Nick from the What's With You Scooby-Doo podcast. Say hello to the world, Nick. Hello, world. <laughs> you asked and answered. Uh, and we also have Dan Caves, our very own Dan Graves, our resident horror expert, um, who also does the Cocktail Party Congress, and uh, was on for our uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog episode. Hi, everybody. It's Col- It must be Halloween. I'm back out of my hole. <laughs> Yes, it's very interesting. It's a lot like Groundhog's Day with you, but every time you see anything, you just go underground for another year until Halloween. <laughs> At least when you're on the show, man. When uh, uh, Zane and I actually got to do the Vini Puch episode. That's right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, this, this past month. But no, thanks for having me, man. I'm, I'm yeah. super happy, super jazzed, jazzed as heck. Also, I love your new conspiracy theory of Groundhog's Day. You're saying that Puxatani Phil is not an immortal. No, there's an apostrophe there. No, no, no. no. I I meant the plural. It's it's, it's a whole family of immortals. We don't always uh, see the same one. I always thought it was like James Bond, where it's just a code name that keeps getting passed down over the years. It is Punxsutawney's Phil. There are several of them. They migrate such that uh, one appears in every major city uh, in in the United States. And somehow uh, is constantly solving uh, alien problems in uh, the UK. That's really outside my jurisdiction, Nick. I can't I can't comment upon this. And will I, not. I just have to. I, just <laughs> I have will to, be taking no questions. I just have to say this. I just have to say this. I have heard two legal terms since we have started this podcast: asked and answered, which is an objection under the rules of evidence. <laughs> and you just. You just, it's your pheromones. You just said I'm getting it through. If osmosis. you need to go have a moment and like you know take some you time, you know get this have out a of breather your to myself in the bathroom. Get yeah. the vapors. I will tell you. I will warn you ahead of time. I'm ruined. So as we get <laughs> ruined, as, as we get into this discussion, just just have that. Just in be the back aware. Of your head, so, but and I'm Zane. Oh yeah. Oh hi Zane. <laughs> you <laughs> hi <Zane. sighs> hello <laughs> and today we are talking about uh, well i took a lot of notes but i didn't write down the name of this hor- straight out of nowhere scooby-doo meets courage the cowardly dog boy boy do they. there are four um, there are five different fonts in this title <laughs> yeah there's a lot going on um there's more going on in the title than in the episode and <laughs> That's uh, that 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 is maybe like seeding the ground unfairly for you gents who uh, were unfortunate enough to watch this travesty. Um, this is this is pretty fucking horrible. Uh, See, <laughs> I'm was... interested to hear what you think well, about one it. One man's travesty is another man's Travis. Yeah, get ready for a fucking <laughs> plot twist somewhere in this episode. Oh no! <laughs> you see, I was honestly worried. I wasn't. I wasn't even sure. Is this bad? As I was watching it, and it's like I don't even know anymore. Ben, ben is incapable like, of being a tastemaker. 
Uh, no, I am a game changer and a kingmaker, though. Mm. Um, where are we? Where are we exactly? Joker, a smoker, a midnight toker? I don't know. I am absolutely a smoker. The movie, (laughs) uh, came out in September 2021, so a month ago, and it is the 36th Scooby-Doo film, which was originally pitched as a crossover episode in the newest incarnation of Scooby-Doo, which is Scooby-Doo and Guess Who. This is the 36th uh, DTV? Yeah. Jesus. I thought you were the expert, DTV Nick. you're referring to? You know what? I capped out after uh, Curse of the 13th Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty much where I fell off. How many curses are going to be in here? Uh. Actually, out of curiosity, Nick, how many... How many Scooby-Doo movies mm, in total, or maybe just direct-to-TV? I don't know if you have, like, a ballpark figure. How many Scooby-Doo movie properties have you seen? How many? <laughs> uh, you don't know. This, is, qu- this uh, is quite a... <laughs> Mr. Robichaud, you do not uh, have to answer that. <laughs> it's about uh, uh, 20, oh 24. So two thirds. Let the record state that the accused has seen two thirds of all of the Scooby Doo. <laughs> oh my god! I'd like to. I think I don't think of myself as a uh, Scooby Doo expert. I think of myself more as a uh, glutton for punishment. Uh, uh, Your Honor, <laughs> Nick is going to be a character witness for Scooby Doo. He does not need to have seen all of the DVD. Merely a preponderance of the evidence vis-a-vis Scooby Doo. I definitely made it through. Uh, I, I would say actually the direct video. Uh, movies are probably more of my wheelhouse than most mm-hmm. uh, Scooby Doo. Well, you have you have a very like a, a narrow expertise that not many can claim. So <laughs> that that is actually like kind of useful context for this conversation. So like you have seen other DTV as as you had stated, sure, um, <laughs> which we can't seem to stop saying. No, it's it's, it's and in will the, not it's stop. Stenographer, read that back to me. <laughs> You know, in which case, I will go and do my laundry and then collect my paycheck later. For the <laughs> that, that, Wait, we're getting paid? Nick, the, Nick, Nick, this is, mm. this is your show now. No, I'm here. I'm here for the long haul. I'm here for the long haul. But, but uh, yeah, so direct-to-TV movies obviously are, are, are kind of just like a quick buck, and they're not really going to be critically acclaimed in any, correct, in, in any sort of way. Um, this is, you know... Of, of that style, mm-hmm. of the stylings of direct-to-video uh, movies. Nick, I don't know if you can say this now, or maybe we want to wait till the end. Like, d- where does it fall into the direct-to-video uh, kind of movies? Honestly, uh, uh, it... Um, well, so it feels like a standalone, which uh, is actually not that common. There are eras of the direct-to-video uh, movies so like you have the the first like four movies which is uh, Zombie Island the much beloved Zombie Island I love I love Zombie Island which is Ghost Alien Invaders and Cyber Chase all sort of fit within a continuity um, and then you start getting outside of that you get the Coolsville continuity uh, of course once you get into um, Return to Zombie Island and Curse of the Thirteenth Ghost that also has its own continuity um, what's the Abracadabra, where did that fall? Reach out and stab you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sounds like a Goosebumps title. 
yeah. Uh, uh, also, I do represent R.L. Stein, and I will be sending a subpoena soon. Uh, <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> and, and have you seen any of the newest uh, Scooby-Doo and Guess Who series? Any of that mess? Yeah, I, I've seen some <laughs> of it. Cool. No, it's Next not. Next question. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, you know what? It's interesting. So this is actually written by Michael Ryan, uh, who is one of uh, maybe the weirdest roller coaster of Scooby-Doo writers of all time. So he uh, he was a, a mainstay of early days of Cartoon Network. Uh, so back when Cartoon Network was first started by Fred Seibert, and it was like a real creator-driven, like very bizarre place to be you got these shows like cow and chicken and uh uh real adventures of johnny quest which is like a you know warner brother uh hannah barbera spinoff and all these things that kind of found a home he was there writing these things and he was making probably some of the best cartoons ever and then you know he also shows up in uh you know guess who scooby-doo and you're like well okay you know you not everything can be a hit run and then he shows back up for this and it was like (laughs) okay interesting yeah, I actually, um, I was, they, uh, the, the, um, John Dilworth wasn't, in, the, the creator of Courage the Cowardly Dog wasn't actually involved in this movie at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they actually went to Maxwell Adams, the creator of Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, um, and was approached to direct the film. Uh, but he declined upon learning that John R. Dilworth wasn't actually involved in the movie. Right. And I, I kind of see, <laughs> That that is very true in this because this is very much this this feels more Scooby Doo than Courage the Cowardly Dog to me. Mm-hmm. Like it's very campy. It's not that you know um, uh, what's what's the word absurdist horror humor. Like there isn't like a lot of creepy stuff happening in nowhere. It's a lot <laughs> of uh, them running around with uh, a lot of the Scooby Doo conventions and then. It feels to me as though Courage, Muriel, and Eustace are kind of just stapled to it. it. It's as if the show of Scooby-Doo murdered the show of Courage, the Cowardly Dog, and is wearing its face as a mask. Yes, yeah. it was itself all along. Yeah, Which I is insane that. to me because, spoiler <laughs> alert, the fucking final act of this is just <laughs> the entire cast of Scooby-Doo watching Courage, the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> it's, there it's was pretty no involvement. There was if you wanted to no watch agency. Advent Children, like Final Fantasy VII Advent Children, starring Courage the Cowardly Dog instead of Cloud Strife, <laughs> this is the movie where it happens. There, there were some interesting uh, aspects of it. Dan, what, what was your overall take of of this movie and how it fits into your conception of uh, of either show? Oh, or just television in general. Yeah, I'm just interested to hear your opinions on Scooby Doo in general. Also, uh, just take any of those questions. I've please. got such a different idea of what Scooby Doo is in my head because I I used to lap that stuff up when I was a kid, but like old school Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, I'm not. So uh, what are you talking same? about? Like uh, Thirteen like Ghosts, or are you talking about Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo? You talking about <laughs> Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo is big. I still okay. in okay. my memory hear Casey Kasem. No. Oh yeah, me too. And these and the voice actors who were able to do Casey Kasem, this was so jarring. Just to, this is not it. This is not <laughs> it. This is this is not this is not a convincing set of voice actors for what I remember. So it kind of 
it kind of sullied my memory of Scooby-Doo a little bit. Um, yeah. And I definitely... Which is weird. crazy, because also Matthew Lillard might have been doing it longer by now. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, I the, don't... the usurper to the throne never quite... Quantity, quality, I mean... Nick, never quite I make... Up. I make no claim to making sense, in sure, my opinion no, I, on this. No, and you but, can... Yeah. Uh, but, it, you know, definitely a very campy style of humor. You're absolutely right. The kind of creepy, crawly stuff that you would expect from something a little more horror comedy from the Courage uh, from the Courage universe. Yeah, it's, it's like they just kind of crammed the two together, had a Scooby-Doo movie for the first hour, and then for the remaining 20 minutes, yeah, it, it is just like, okay, let's see how this figures into the territory of nowhere and how this figures yeah. into the I don't know, it, yeah there's they there's, didn't there's it's scooby-doo for an hour and then there's like an ipod ad and then they're <laughs> fighting a final uh-huh. boss in a final fantasy and then it's scooby-doo again it's very weird <laughs> yeah yeah um but you know what i didn't enjoy watching the movie three times yes thrice well <laughs> yeah. well I think I mentioned before we hit record, watch it for the, for the first time. Then I tried to watch it again and I fell asleep. And then I just watched it again. And it's fresh in my mind. And I two, don't know why I did this times. to yeah. 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 I'm willing to say that you put in more effort than any of us did. Well, that's let's see how, how much that effort really pays off. Because <laughs> I don't know. This is just, you know. It's one of those yeah. it's one of those cash in things where it's like, all right, we got the rights to this and this. What are we gonna th- what are we gonna do with it? Put them together well, under the, a movie. There's one more element that I want to just put in uh, in the listener's mind at the outset of this, which is not merely is it listener um, open your a, mind. It, not merely is it Prepare a to receive thing. spread them. It is also <laughs> thank you. Uh, it's also a crossover movie. Yeah, and we. We had dealt with that before in The Flintstones Meet the Jetsons. Yes. And those, that was a cohesive, you know, they're yes. doing the same thing. In they're those. the same thing. And I love yes, that the movie. exact same show. They, they melded them together properly. It's a properly. long episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wait, I haven't so, seen that in uh, fucking decades. Is that good? I, I remember that not being bad. not good. <laughs> it's not bad like this. It is okay. primarily right. focused on industrial espionage. Mm. <laughs> oh, does Rock Slag make an appearance? Iggy Pop. Oh, okay. Um, I have fond, so, yeah, fond memories of that. No, I was just going to yeah. say, fond, fond memories of that, and they did it right, and they didn't do it right here. So I, I think yeah. this yeah. this collaboration was, like, it makes sense. It's kind of like... Uh, Scared uh, dogs. Yeah, like, it, it's something that would have happened at some point. Um, I think it could have been done a lot better in terms of the way that they handle that. I think that there are just a couple of like inherent points of contention between those two properties that makes it difficult for the characters to interface with the plot lines in the same way. Because like, you know, Scooby and Shaggy, like they're afraid of things that aren't scary and courage is afraid of things that are scary. Mm -hmm. And so you, you kind of had to pick that early on. Yeah, I, I kind of disagree. I can't imagine any any melding of these two franchises that would work for me. I think it would have to be weirder for it to be better. I, that would Scooby Doo wouldn't be able to do that. that how, what's the weird? What's the weirdest they've gotten? No, I don't mean weird. I mean Scooby Doo. I mean scary weird. Like uh, the actually, whole Goblin Courage opens up a door and there's a little girl playing a violin and then her head spins around and like 
a gigantic maw opens yeah. up. Yeah, claymation maw opens up. Scooby has nothing has nothing he can do with that. There's no reaction that he can have to that that will make a a, a laugh come out. So like you're either sacrificing this dog on the altar of absurdist horror. <laughs> Or you just don't include Scooby. Like, I can't imagine the two working together in any capacity. I think you think there's oh. more cohesiveness to Scooby-Doo than there actually exists. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this dog is being held together with tape. This dog can do whatever the fuck people need him to this do dog's at been whatever point. For years. <laughs> Although, I'll throw out something that did occur to me just now, and it, and it occurred to me when I watched the movie the first time. This is the most articulate Scooby-Doo that I yeah, have ever heard. Talks way I, too he's learning. gotten way more articulate in the past uh, few years. It's uh, it to me, it kind of gets annoying. <laughs> yeah, I can understand what he's saying, and yeah. it's not it's not good dialogue either. It's like I don't want to understand you, Scooby. Like go go, go back to the freaking. Yeah, give me the R's. I yeah, will those. actually say, uh, in the original Scooby Doo, uh, the R thing does not happen nearly as much as you remember it happening. <laughs> It's probably that is true. Kind of a shame, actually. <laughs> I, I kind of wish that it was. Yeah, that was sort of like a, a later affectation. <laughs> oh, I, he does not say Raggy. He says Shaggy. <laughs> the Flanderization of Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Frankenstein's monster. It's, it's Frankenstein's the Doctor. Yeah, um, <laughs> this is a Frankenstein. Well, they, it was, we've been over this. It's both the Doctor and his son because it's a last name. <laughs> I've told you, Zane, I don't watch anime. <laughs> <laughs> Um, before we get into uh, the, the plot of this so-called movie, um, do any of us have any interesting Halloween plans? That is right. This is our Halloween episode, oh. uh, so we should bring to mind mm-hmm. what we are going to be doing for Halloween. I'm going to have a very humble Halloween, uh, particularly because I my car is not back from the shop yet, so I can't go anywhere. Um, mm. What I'm going to be doing is, as a first-time homeowner, I'm going humble to... Brag. Just saying. I'm going to be wearing my bathrobe and my uh, Hollow Knight mask that I created last Halloween. And I will be um, I will be handing out uh, uh, candy to trick and hard-boiled trick eggs. for the first time. Hard-boiled eggs with razor blades. <laughs> but I don't put them in the hard-boiled eggs. Just I just give them, them a pack of razor blades <laughs> and the hard-boiled eggs. Being like, required. figure it out, kids. You could make a cool-ass <laughs> jack-o'-lantern where the yoke is the light. Yeah, you can't start them with like chef knives and pumpkins. Like that, it it's scaled up from a kid's hands. A little kid's Thank hands. You, you have to start off with the razor blade and the egg. Do parents take a note from four childless the, white men. This is the how you thing raise a child. <laughs> this is how you raise a child. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and this, and this podcast is unlistenable. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Thank you, folks. Good night. <laughs> All right. Cutting children. Uh, who who's next? Uh, I'll go next. I uh, yeah. Go ahead. Dan, I know you are very busy, but uh, you you generally have something Halloween to do with uh, old movies or something to that affair. I think you went to an opera one time. Is that correct? I forget when that was, but you probably. But what my plan is, yeah, I'm gonna go see an old movie. All right. On Friday, I'm going to see. Ghostbusters for the first time on the big screen. Very nice. Oh. Yeah, there's an there's an AMC in uh, Alexandria, Virginia, with Christian Wiig and Kate McKinnon. No. Oh, you're watching the old Ghostbusters. The 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 one that is the movie. The the, the, the Ghostbusters. Made, yeah, the one with Melissa yeah. McCarthy. They made no. They they made a Ghostbusters movie in the '80s, and I'm unaware. <laughs> I'm unaware of any other 
Yeah, I, I don't know. But but then uh, I've got some I've got some plans on. I just didn't think it was a good movie. But uh, <laughs> 1980. It's okay. It's it just a, kind of okay. popped in there. It's I'm okay. to believe that you're not the only one. It's okay to think it's not good. <laughs> But like, yeah, it 100%. is. But like, I just love saying it. <laughs> but then, then I then, then I actually have it's just costume. Fun watching you twist. But no, I have actual costume plans too. I'm getting together with some friends from my law fraternity. I'm putting on a nice. suit and a Viking helmet, and I'll be a corporate raider. Oh, uh, that's amazing! Ooh. Very, very good. Like Saul Greenberg. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> the one reference I have for that. I um I've, I've never seen Ghostbusters, but I have heard it. Um, okay. It was playing in in one of those like DVD like in, inside of a car like things. Um, but I was in the front seat, so I could only hear it. Uh, See, so I, you I and I have had the it. same history. This didn't happen. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> it was a long car ride. <laughs> this couldn't have happened to you. I was like, oh, it sounds like a really fun movie. <laughs> no. The flowers are still standing. <laughs> this is impossible. Nick, what are you doing? Uh, I'm. Uh, so there's a local artist uh, named Dean Ford who looks, sounds, and acts exactly like Prince. And every Halloween, minus last year, he puts on a show called Purple Brains, and it's fucking dope. <laughs> I love it. I it's the only time. Believe. It's the only time of year my girlfriend gets drunk, uh, and uh, she uh, we uh, we have a blast. He does it all. Like they do the guitar blowjob in Computer Blue. Uh, he humps the speakers for Darling Nikki. Uh, I mean, he plays. He has like the piano with the raising lid and plays. Nothing compares to you. It's it's amazing. Now that that's all more believable than I listen to Ghostbusters in a car. <laughs> I am watching the Ghost of Prince. <laughs> well, that sounds delightful in a very Nick way. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I I don't have any plans because uh, the day after Halloween I will be starting a new job and I'm a little nervous, so I will still be up late and won't be able to sleep and be scared, but not for Halloween reasons. No, it'd just be adult fear. Yeah, yeah, the most scary thing. The realest fear. The Halloween yeah. that never goes away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's what jobs are. It's the one that stays yeah. with you too you long. You dress up as something that you're not, a competent adult, and <laughs> you go out <laughs> and you get, you know, candy. There's extra steps in the process, but that's what you're doing. And this is why we're forming a suicide pact. Yay! <laughs> it's a contract. We have a lawyer. <laughs> more of a tontine than anything <laughs> Ooh, could we have a podcast tontine oh that's a good idea for what <laughs> you you're you look very uncomfortable you look, you look you look very much like you want to say something <laughs> but there's too much to say we got we got to talk about this movie yeah that's <laughs> gotta all right this, we got to talk about this movie instead of your let's misuse of the yeah, law my friend said this podcast was going to be two hours and 15 minutes and i need to prove her wrong so let's get going <laughs> Yeah, let's go. Perfect. Um, yeah, I, I wrote pretty sparse plot notes, so forgive me if I start a wander in a bit, but sure. they do too. Um, yeah. my, my first note is just selfies with a clown. Can anyone parse that? Sure, yeah, so. I can, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, honestly, the... the um, 
it's interesting to see the the like evolution of Scooby Doo taking on like modern technology. Have you guys read the uh, the um, a series of unfortunate events books? Hmm. I'm familiar with them, but I have not read them. No. So, I listened to them in a car one time. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, then you got you, <laughs> then you'll figure this out. Uh, but there's something mm. that's like beautiful, like beautifully, like <coughs> out of time about them. They seem like somehow modern, but also atavistic at the same time. And the, like Scooby Doo for quite a while has had this element where it's like not necessarily of this era, even though there are computers and shit. Uh, but at the same time, it doesn't always feel like old timey. And this yeah. was the yeah. first time where I was like, oh, fucking selfies? Like, go fuck yourself, Instagram. I, I think the first time was when John Cena showed up. <laughs> Even then, I didn't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, uh, like, uh, for Christ's sake, you know, like Phyllis Diller was on and I was like, this doesn't feel dated. <laughs> yeah, so so Shaggy is, you know, he's taking selfies and he's trying to, like, do self-help mantras. He's He's got an app. The, the setting that they're in, by the way, is that they've busted a clown what is wearing a bunch of, like, it makeup, and uh, mm -hmm. he's got a bunch of bags of money from outside of a bank. It, it's, in media res, the gang has just solved another case. This and is Durger for all direct-to-video movies. Yeah, they're, they're just coming off of one case? Yep. Cold yeah. open, they're solving a case. They've just solved That's... a case. That, that's very scooby it's, It doesn't seem like a case. It just kind of seems like a bank robbery. I know. I noticed. <laughs> they were around <laughs> for. Like, I know. the cops are there. Oh, shit, I noticed that they. I noticed that they didn't call the police and they just leave the clown tied <laughs> they, up. They do. Now, legally, yeah, him. what kind of uh, responsibility do they have? Are they? Could they be called in as accomplices? Clowns have no rights in our society. As it should um, be. You know what? It's a caste system. <laughs> Back when I was preparing for the bar exam, I probably could have answered that, but I, I really don't. What about for mimes? For mimes? Oh yeah, yeah. It <laughs> they is. They get the chair. It, yes. it is the death penalty to aid and abet a mime in committing any <laughs> felony. That's so. mimus regnus, uh, yeah. eighteen forty-two. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, Mar Marcel Marceau versus the people. <laughs> All the legal fees started adding up, and he eventually made a cameo as Mr. Mime in Pokemon to just try to recoup some of the losses. <laughs> Tragic. Uh... Um, but yeah, uh, they, uh, they're they're busting the guy or whatever, and uh, Scooby picks up strange transmissions to the uh, Courage of the Cowardly theme music. The dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah, um, but yeah. He, he's the only one who can hear it. He's very haunted. And yeah. he, he basically runs off, and they have to, you know, rain check on the bank clown and, and follow <laughs> the bank clown. Honestly, Scooby. bank clown's reaction to that whole thing, <laughs> just them being like, we got to bounce. He was like, yeah, no, I totally get it. Like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he was like, all right. <laughs> hey, I guess Yay. I can just take these proceeds of my crime. I, I do like that they bring him back <laughs> later. Do you guys remember that uh, that scene in Clerks when uh, she's stomping off mad because uh, he's just insulted her for sucking so many dicks? And then he, yeah. he leans out the door and he goes, try not to suck any dicks on the way to the parking lot. And this guy, <laughs> and the, there's a dude who just like starts following her and he just goes, hey, you come back here. That's how hey, I felt about this clown. <laughs> yeah. 
very much just kind of around the, the scene of action. Um, uh, so, so, so Velma says she's not going to have any trouble finding Scooby because they chipped him, right? He has no yeah. rights. It's his uh, well, I mean, that's what they That's what they do to dogs. He's still a pet. You microchip a dog. You can micro. You can microchip a dog. It's okay. And, and they follow him to nowhere, which we later find out is not on a map. It's it's in its own. But they still drive there. Dimension. They, they still and, drive to nowhere, though. And seemingly, it's in the fucking southwest. Uh huh. <laughs> I mean, I, you could have surmised such a thing. That fucking meteor. They keep showing this yeah. map of the meteor hitting, and it's in like Kansas. in fucking like Colorado. <laughs> And, like, we know yeah. where that meteor landed. It's, it's a chicken yeah, <laughs> like, Um, There's, uh, uh, there aren't many character beats that I like in this movie because they're all vacuous things what carry the plot from one point to another. They're, they're shambling ghouls, yeah. They're shambling ghouls of their former selves, with the exception of Freddy, who I think is doing a pretty good, mm-hmm. uh... Pretty good Freddy here. Um, when they all get in the van and he, like, gives that menacing, buckle your seatbelts. Like, <laughs> better Safety buckle first. up. It's hard I, to I've talked to you. I've talked to you about this before, Nick, how, like, <laughs> Freddy is, like, to, to, is, like, a very funny character because he has to, he's technically the alpha male given that he's, like, in charge of everything, but he's so golly G. And just the, the like, the, the command of authority of put on your seatbelts just got me. Mm-hmm. He's like an Andy Daly character. Yes. <laughs> yep. yes. Just all positivity yes, and just gung-ho-ness and nothing behind it. Yes, and. Uh, and in, they follow him to nowhere. We see Courage, who has mm-hmm. a similar problem. He's getting these like weird hauntings. Uh, what do you guys think about how the art styles mesh? They it's don't. the worst I've seen. I don't know. I, I didn't think they did. It's like... We're gonna leave Scooby Doo Land, and now we're encouraged to cover the Dog Land. It just didn't. I don't know. It, it's a little uncanny valley where they're like the art sales are close enough, but they're just just off enough to like. You know. That could be. Yeah, um, that could be what I'm reacting to. Do yeah. you? Yeah, no, I think you're right. Are, are you maybe perhaps missing the fact that the movie commented on this? Yeah, oh, because literally Scooby Doo has to say you're a dog like me because there is no fucking universe where these two things would be the same species. No, 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 well, what, no any two, you know, you pick a you pick a schnauzer and you pick a poodle and you're like, one of these is photoshopped. Like, I get it. Yeah, these no, can't interbreed. No. We're gonna end up There's with a mule. tiny pink dotted fucking like like uh, dinosaur. Yeah, with with teeth like an old prop. Specter from a, a goddamn mine ride from, from a, uh, uh, an amusement park in Wascoki. Why is it that amusement park? We should have Andrew Spawn on for this. Why is it that amusement parks Prospectors? seem to think that prospect? Yeah, well, prospector, prospector, like that's just better not this- be going down into the mine. Real <laughs> things have been happening there. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> If it was anything other than an old white guy, I would call shenanigans for <laughs> racial insensitivity. Because, like, that is... <laughs> uh, the, the other creatures and animals in Courage the Cowardly Dog are pretty not realistic. Like, a mole or, like, this horrible rat thing. And the perfect foot. I remember gangster. the chicken the most. The chicken from another planet? Sounds about right. I remember uh, the creepy, uh, creepy, creepy Fred uh, yeah. character the most. Naughty uh, the, Fred. 
yeah, naughty Fred. And and um, the reason you remember a lot of the classic uh, Courage plot lines is because they have pictures. There were seven of episodes of Courage of the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> there were a ama- Courage the Cowardly Dog. Like I think that the models in general are just like amazing depictions of otherness uh filtered through the lens of we have to make it a, a fucking cartoon guys <laughs> so like it it's, has to be it's, palatable it's a couple grades more uh cartoonish than like an invader zim kind mm-hmm. of character monster but mm-hmm. like it still has all of the the weight of that but yeah but they... none of none of scooby and shaggy's nonsense does it's just guys in masks it's so always yeah. just fraud it's it's not actually anything supernatural. It's just fraud. It's and usually yeah. real estate fraud. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, have we? Yeah, have, it, it's not Jimmy Timmy levels of weird. So I I gave it kind of a pass. But you're right. It's uncanny valley. No, they, um, they are yeah. able to you know interact with each other, Courage and Scooby. But we do have them like hearing humans and having trouble understanding them i couldn't okay. tell does this mean that they can't normally or these weird sine waves they're getting hit with make it so they can't understand humans so i wondered the same thing in the u in the universe of the movie it's definitely the latter but when i thought it was the former i was like oh shit this plot point is fucking crazy like <laughs> this is they nuts. This wide is, open. is this when we're gonna fucking finally like actually talk about this and then they were like <laughs> nope and i was like all right go all about right. your business fair <laughs> enough Man, a, a scooby-doo from the dog's perspective like yeah, that'd be crazy. Like Scooby Doo, all of a sudden is alienated from his like his best friends because he can no longer understand them, and he only has this like weird ass fucking uh, "Hey, little pink dude" uh, to to hang out with. That, yeah, he can learn be... English from Shaggy. It it should be noted. Yeah, that's fair. Shaggy cannot, will not, and like refuses to remember names of people he doesn't hang out with every day in a van. They're just they're just variants of dudes. I, it kind of reminded me of the uh, episode of The Simpsons where they're gonna put down Santa's little helper unless they can teach it manners. Um, okay. So they like and, and it does like from the dog's perspective what is Bart saying and it's just like a blah 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 kind of peanuts teacher uh, kind of read of it. That was also my note. I was uh, uh, is Velma turning into the peanuts <laughs> adult? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that, 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 that felt intentional, but I can't. I, there's no other evidence for it. Sure. Uh, have uh, we, we finally made bugs? it to the credits? Uh, yep. Yeah. Title, title sequence slash song. Is this fucking song is terrible. I I kind of like the jaunty banjo harmonica. It felt like it was made of, with uh, apple loops. Sort of the fucking you gotta play the game of life i was just like this is <laughs> this is insufferable like this feels like it was put together not even in an afternoon this was a drinking lunch <laughs> somebody had an I think ipad the, the visuals sold it for me here's the thing uh, it might not have been a good song it did fit in my mind both scooby and courage okay old tiny and country music that kind of fits the courage aesthetic out in the middle of kansas in the middle of nowhere um and it's uncharacteristically chipper like a lot of scooby montages happen when the monster is chasing them around it's sure. just the monkey starts playing and you're not quite sure where the music is coming from it seems like really excited to watch a you know group of teens get chased for their lives i've uh, never sang for frogs before only monkeys 
and, and the credits, you know, it has the characters like uh, imagined as carnival toys and games, like ducks or coins or, or whatever. Uh, and we get to see the credits. Uh, I believe this was um, Thea White's, uh, who plays Muriel. This is her last mm-hmm. credit before she passed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Botched then, you know, surgery from liver cancer. Is it really? Yeah, I think so. It was. It was. It's a bummer. A oh, bummer. <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, like, I didn't have a personal relationship with her, but she was a good voice actress. Yeah, so, well, yeah. as far as stories go, it's not like you know, die peacefully in sleep, you know. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, and then you get the normal <laughs> cast from Scooby Doo. Um, the main difference from the original cartoons is that uh, Jeff Bergman is playing Eustace uh, instead of Lionel Wilson. That or was the, the other guy. One that- that was the one um yeah there were two of them uh but they all they both passed um that was the one that was most like the uh shaggy casey Kasem. this feels off kind Mm -hmm. of thing to me Hmm. uh he just he did not read to me as a eustace yeah a little little too lively (laughs) yeah need more need needs more crotch needs more crotchetiness Mm mm-hmm I don't know. He was still he was still plenty abu- abusive to everyone in this movie. That is the backbone of his character. I'll, <laughs> yep. I'll grant you that. There's yep. only so much his, he can do. His abusiveness and Muriel's codependency. <laughs> yep. A, a blind optimism. Do, do you know oh, why this? He'll credits, change. He'll this, change. <laughs> do you know why this credit sequence is like in a carnival? There's no like carnival themes other than they they're about to play whack a mole with the bugs. No. Yeah, that's a question that I didn't think about. <laughs> huh. Honestly, it what makes are we no gonna sense. do for the credits? Yeah, step right up. And make, sometimes make it, it happens. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes there's kind of like, uh, uh, "Hey, this is what we've got." It, 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 that happens occasionally in DTV movies. Not a ton. Mm-hmm. At least sometimes it's like bridging the gap or. You know, just being like, hey, they're mystery solvers. Here's what they look like solving mysteries or shit like that. Well, but this is just intro, kind of like a stylized to... bit. Yeah, they would have to have done some sort of non-standard environment. Um, right? I, I'm, I'm struggling to think of the environments in which they're in in this one. It's like a mayor's house underground mc escher's you know fuck den i don't know like <laughs> uh, like i i can't pick any one of those and be like yeah you can make an intro out of that they're just very bland no. kind of environments for the most part mc escher's um, fuck so, den is opening up for war yeah. on drugs this weekend he, Damn it. It, <laughs> i heard one earlier and i was like i had to stop myself i was like out with people <laughs> I was in public. <laughs> I had to go to the bank. <laughs> like I, no one's going to know what War on Drugs is, and I'd have to explain it. I can't. It's a great I don't know. Band. I just know it from you. War on Drugs is a great. Everybody uh-huh. look up that album. It's a yeah, great sure. album. Yeah, we're, we're never going to link that. So uh, they start fighting off these giant uh, radioactive bugs, and. Yeah, they just happen. Yeah. <laughs> Why did. Daphne have a croquet mallet. Just for show. Thank oh, God she, she did. She came straight from the carnival. She came straight from the country club. She was just fucking... She had the most uh, long-armed whack-a-mole game happening of all time, and they were like, we gotta go fucking save Scooby. It was the championships. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, no, they're supposed... Did they, did they come straight from the credits? 
Oh shit! To save, they had to, to save the day. The that fits. Yeah, that's right. how they get to nowhere. Move. That's how that's, everybody gets. That's the that's the portal to nowhere. That's how else are they gonna get to nowhere? You can't drive there. That's insane. there's no directions on a map. That's my theory. That's my theory. Well, the portal to the, nowhere the is through lore. these particular credits. Yeah, the lore of this episode reaches farther than I wanted to, but it does say that like, hey, this, this place is just fucked up. So, yeah. like, maybe in the process of trying to get there, they wander through a credit sequence. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Like, f- fine. Also, <laughs> you know what? Uh, it's, par- it's part of the canon now. Just Fred <laughs> Fred driving like he's in Australia, just trying to run over cane toads. Like, he's just all over the place, just fucking mowing down cicadas. Oh, yeah. That, that thing's got four-wheel drive and positive traction, for sure. <laughs> Pause attraction like a Buick Skylark. You can't get those those tire marks without pause attraction. Uh, Anybody who's been stuck in that mud in Alabama knows. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, yeah. You blend. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a. uh, Zoma diagnoses them as big cicadas, and uh, we get the teams meeting up. We get, uh, you know, Muriel's like, oh, courage, you made friends. Doesn't recognize yep. the Again. carnage on her lawn. <laughs> Eustace doesn't care. I mean, you made both friends, of these. I make cookies. The yeah. both of these groups of people are very used to bullshit happening, <laughs> so they just accept everything given. Honestly, you're not wrong. Like, hey, we need to go spend the night of uh, uh, apparently Scooby's uh, famous Confederate friend who's left him a fortune if we stay in this haunted mansion. <laughs> If that seems normal, why not hang out with this woman who's making Scottish cookies with extra, 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 extra butter? That's such a weird line. What is up with the writers? They're they're just they're, they're finding places to put padding. That's all I can think of. That that's got to be it. Is um, this I do the time like this... when I say that I liked this movie? I'm kind of into no. it. No, 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 no. All right, I'll I don't give think you so. a couple more minutes. I, I will say, I will say though. I do like this next segment wherein Muriel and most of the gang are meeting each other, and there's just this fucking fur monstrosity bursting out of the sink that <laughs> Scooby, ball. Shaggy, and Courage are the only ones keyed into. Which honestly is very Scooby-Doo, because Scooby and, and Shaggy courage. live in a different world than the rest of the gang, where they're constantly seeing horror. They're constantly seeing shit that's about to murder them, and the rest of the gang is like, fuck is wrong with you guys <laughs> yeah they're gaslighting me. <laughs> i mean and and this is and you know encourage one of the classic gags which they do here is you have a monster that is directly attached to you and somebody <laughs> needs to point it out <laughs> dude oh my god you but didn't like, ah! and just nothing you don't see anything and then all of a sudden it's just giant bug (laughs) that should be seen by the fucking Hubble telescope. (laughs) Um, What were you going to say, Dan? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't even know if it was anything even worth saying. Uh, The the main interaction... So the main uh, points of interaction are between, you know, Courage and Scooby and Shaggy. You know, they have that solidarity because they're dogs and, and afraid. And Muriel is very t- taken with Velma and like, oh, you kids solve riddles for a living. Mysteries. Oof. Oof. <laughs> Ooh. No. Ben doesn't like this gag. Ooh. 
that happens an awful lot in this 90 <laughs> minutes, doesn't quite it? a bit. I just love that Velma is, like, really trying to prove herself to Muriel. That feels very, very true to their characters. Yeah, like, it she's got some mom issues Muriel... that she's working through. Mm-hmm. It makes me think that Muriel used to be a Velma in her own, like, 1920s gang of uh, trying to, like, solve mysteries. Of riddle solvers? Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah she's riddle got some solvers, sort of, as like, they uh... were called in those days. It was an antiquated term, of course. But, uh, she's got down home wisdom that you know your your fancy technology and and you know book learning isn't going to work for you around here. I have a a moment that I need to call out as uh, one of the two times that I laughed during this movie, oh. which is okay. uh, when they're when they're talking to Muriel and they're explaining who they are. Uh, Fred said, or uh, Daphne says something like, "Yeah, we we go around solving mysteries." And then Fred goes, "In a in van." A van. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's very Fred. Also, I love Fred. <laughs> it might be the only moment that they've really explicitly said that in the entirety of the Scooby verse. <laughs> like we travel around what? the country solving mysteries like i don't think that's, oh, that's ever been said <laughs> yeah like it's always been this weird subtext of like are we in the same town are we yeah, it, moving what yeah, these are things doing? just happen rarely phrased as like an occupation right yeah. it always feels more just like they were in the realm of driving from one place to another and then mansion and ghosts yeah, yeah right. we're going to visit our happens. friend davy jones the lead singer of the monkeys yeah they're just living the 60s dream of all piling into a vw bus and traveling the country and just wasting time and not making money they may or may do they not make money how do they pay for gas sure. when are they gonna settle down and have some kids how do they pay for gas i'm, I'm more concerned about gas oil changes insurance. you know what you you joke <laughs> this was a legit question that i asked into the headset uh that i had on my head uh when i was working at banana republic they, they didn't fire me i got to quit first <laughs> oh that's well that ends well so um, um where are we they're can i can i just van. say they're digging around in the kitchen for so long yeah did, did it feel like it ha- was going on forever to anyone else honestly yes, all like the bits felt like that like like all the scenes sure but like yeah. this i guess is the first part where it really hit me hmm. mm-hmm. uh the perspective in that living room felt fucking nuts <laughs> like <laughs> the the distance between eustace the gang and the TV, I was like, you know, I was, I could not figure out what was happening. I was like, is this Picasso? I was like, well, Scooby-Doo ah. is crowded. Is, it, it, Scooby-Doo has a crowded aesthetic on purpose. Yes. Courage the Cowardly Dog has like a very vacant aesthetic on purpose. <laughs> so maybe it's just like a blending of these characters don't fit in this space. Just, yeah. Uh, and then we go into the longest chase of all time. Oh, with the cars or something? Is this what happened? Oh, the car chase. Honestly, yeah. I feel like this was a third of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were gonna drive for a bit. They were gonna drive away to go to the mayor for dinner. Yeah, they got a letter inviting them to dinner at the mayor's yeah. house. And that fucking Lincoln letter uh, made that was another laugh. That <laughs> and, then and then Eustace <laughs> Wait, was why? like, "Pets welcome." <laughs> <laughs> 
So Scooby, Shaggy, and Courage. Just uh, addressed to nobody. Just a fucking, it's just a blank, the blank envelope, and just open it up. Come to the mayor's house. You are invited for dinner. Pets welcome. That's the sort of thing I that they would do both. It, they, they would do that both in Courage and Scooby-Doo, where, like, uh, there's a sitar contest for the exact amount of money needed to fix your sink. <laughs> you know? Like, they're just very, ex- very specifically tuned to the people who are going to be yeah, uh, they're, they're, on the receiving end. You know, these people are in a Petri dish. They're, they're sims that we're running experiments on. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have agency. Uh, um, but we get some really great, like, old-school radio gags. You know, grab the wheel, clang! That's not what I was thinking. He pulls the wheel off. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there was like some, there yeah, was some the, shit. Them, them Duke boys getting a mess of trouble. Also, unfortunately, my notes uh, are very revealing where I say, uh, oh, this mystery machine doesn't have parachutes or hand glides. I spoke too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Nitrous oxide boosters. I was excited Freaking for a mystery record. machine that was just a mystery machine. <laughs> And nope. you know what? Oh, okay, podcast, fine. They well, nitro I, boost, they grappling hook. One thing that oh. does concern me about the nitro boost is it doesn't have the van doesn't have stabilizing fins. And when they when they activated it, I was imagining that van starting to tumble ass over teacup, killing everyone <laughs> inside. How do they how do they always land on the wheels? I like, I love <laughs> that as the van is hurtling toward the bottom of a canyon. <laughs> just looks so at peace. Yeah, she, she's just like it'll work out. <laughs> it always does. I mean, that's her that's her like ground zero. That's her base level, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, she's a real thrill seeker. Uh, repeat cells interlocking. Repeat cells interlocking. That's where she's at. <laughs> Have we said yet how this car chase started? Eustace was abusive. I don't know. Eustace was like, fuck everyone. I'm not riding with these kids. Oh, yeah. And they're the dogs shagging wagon. Hippie, the dogs get the in his truck. The, back. the dogs get in the truck with him, and he clearly hates it. And before he gets in, the cicada queen I, gets I, behind the wheel. I like how okay. the cicada queen sneaking. She has better fucking sneaking skills than Carmen goddamn San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> she just goes right in <laughs> also like muriel's like oh you should take the dogs with you they'll love the fresh air presumably you put them in the back in like the the, the seat the of back. the truck but no buckle them right into the passenger seat well the the, the yeah. windshield comes down like an old school buick <laughs> does it who I knows mean, they have to be somewhere with seat belts fred has drilled this into them time and yep, time yep. again we don't go anywhere until we put our seat belts on also, it, like, what if Muriel is just a figment of imagination of Eustace? Like, and I'm not saying it's a Jacob's Ladder scenario, but, like, what if Eustace is actually, like, a nice person and, like, it, like this manifestation that he has in his head of, like, this perfect, idyllic, you know, d- d- like, zen uh, uh, possibility for himself like doesn't actually exist. He's just making cookies. She does seem like an ideal of some sort. And he's like, you go fuck yourself. Oh, what do you think, Eustace? And then he's like, oh, you know, what do you think, Mariel? Oh, you know, everything's perfect. And people are just like, this old man's losing it. Yeah, his mind's been broken by all the weird shit. Yeah. That he purposefully also does. Yeah, <laughs> he gets involved. He leans um, in. But yeah, everybody ends up fine. The truck just explodes. Yeah. None of this really matters. We end up at the did mayor's you, house. 
Thank Did God. Did you catch the ET? Uh, the the ET homage mm-hmm. with the there, truck they, going over they, the moon. Yeah, yeah. they they like, pass in front of the moon. Yeah, like ET uh, on the bi- on the bike. I didn't even put those together. Yeah, well, I mean, it was <laughs> to no end and for no reason. So, like a lot of it, I, I'll give you a pass on that, Dan. Well, I, I did well, like. Sorry, go ahead. It's just I, I I saved more space in my head for the bad young Frankenstein ripoffs of the mayor's mansion. So maybe yeah. that's just it. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's get to the mayor's mansion, shall we? On that note, yeah. I'm gonna go pee. Good luck. Enjoy the mayor's <laughs> mansion. I'll be back once we get uh, past Frau Blucher. Blucher. <laughs> We can wait for you. Yeah, we can. I don't think he wants us to. <laughs> no, probably not, but too bad. He yeah. knows what he signed on we, for. We can take five. Eustace, Muriel, somebody's at the door. Creepy, surreal, someone better get the door. Someone better get the door. Who's gonna get the door? Courage the cowardly dog. Courage the cowardly dog. This is now about the Continental Congress. <laughs> so, so you want to go see America? I want to go. Yeah, he's going to come visit me to see America. I have to look for America. America. Honestly, I still uh, laugh when I think about that scene in um, Almost Famous when Zoe Deschanel is like, this is why I need to become an airline stewardess. And she just like put like puts the needle down on the record and just starts playing that song. And she's just staring at her mom. It's the fucking greatest, dumbest thing ever. I also really like that we all took the time to engage in uh, my cousin Vinny. Oh yeah, why this an opportunity? Absolutely. <laughs> Finest film. Absolutely. A, a legal masterpiece, can we say? It uh-huh. is. Okay. Dan, are you familiar with Legal Eagle? Yeah, I, 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 just, I devour Legal Eagle. Oh, man. I, I loved, and that, that was why I started following him, is because mm. he did that uh, episode <laughs> yeah. about legal realism on My Cousin Vinny, yep. and just, like, yep. spoke just so reverently toward it. <laughs> it is well constantly. It is well known at like for years they have been using the cross examination scene where he impeaches the uh the grits. The, yes. the grits guy. That gets sh- that gets the grits. That the grits. gets shown no What's that's a actually grit? a really that is a really good cross examination. Mm-hmm. They show that in trial advocacy classes. Like it, it is Are you and everybody's like we've all seen this before. problem in this nation. There, no <laughs> It's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Like yeah, it's so yeah. good. But I am, fucking great I am movie. glad to hear that. It's, I, I'm it's I'm glad to hear that you're watching Legal Eagle as well because I mm-hmm. love his stuff. Oh yeah, I've been anyway. I, I've been in that for years. So we're at the mayor's mansion. Nice. Yeah, and we're gonna have fresh a... start. Spooky mansion. This this spooky this mansion works. We're in the this, is, this is a Scooby Doo like, scene. Another yeah. Andy Daly character. We have an evil yep. butler. We have evil furniture. We have mm-hmm. a sketchy mayor. What, what do you guys think of the designs on these cannibal chairs? Yeah. Uh, I think they're okay. They're, they're yeah. more, much more Scooby-Doo than they are Courage. I'm opinion. pretty into them. Okay. Where, like, the cushions get teeth and then the little armrests have eyes. They seem very Can, Beetle. They're, they're okay. They actually seem very Beetlejuice to me. But. Oh, that... Yeah. Jump in the line. Yeah. Rock your body yeah. all the time. Okay. I believe you. Uh, 
now my question so the the chairs start doing their thing uh, mm-hmm. Shaggy tries to uh, alleviate this fear with the only method he has currently, which is his audiobook, presumably on his phone, and his phone decides to fuck off, grow arms, and climb into his pocket. Did anybody at this point start to question, like, reality? what's happening? Yeah, what is happening in this reality? I, I think I kind of <laughs> liked that they're fighting furniture and the phone grows arms and takes a lunch break. Like they, they definitely have crossed the threshold from we're meeting each other to, Oh, we're now we're going to encourage the cowardly dog atmosphere. So nobody yeah. thought that there was like poison <laughs> gas coming in. No, <laughs> they communicated to me that we're using courage, the cowardly dog rules, which are a lot more whimsical yeah. than Scooby-Doo rules. But also just like, they're not like the classic Scooby gang where like, they're questioning things as they arise. It's more of like a like a Calvinist hope that everything's just going to sort itself <laughs> out by the end. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, w- I would uh, lean towards another Protestantism where determinism is not a factor. But yes, okay. I only know the one. <laughs> I, uh, He's not sure what to do with that. Yeah, whatever Adam <laughs> Smith was. <laughs> I would lean more towards that. Uh, well, so I'm just, I'm just trying to parse everything you're saying with the notes that I took because they're just they're just all over the fucking place, guys. Well, I mean, like, so initially when the the cicadas first start coming out of the ground, like, uh, 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 courage is just like get fucked, cicadas, and he just immediately <laughs> starts just fucking jumping on their heads. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm a man of action. This is what I do. And so now the Scooby gang is kind of That's like a taking a quote. note out of his book. They're grabbing fire pokers. Uh, <laughs> Daphne's got a fucking uh, uh, hat rack, and she's just jabbing it in its mouth. Not yeah, working great, Scooby but who cares? And the gang don't, don't fight. There's no fighting going on in Scooby-Doo. Sure. There's, uh, uh, there's no direct con conflict notably they, they let velma do all their thinking for too long yeah notably in the episode of uh uh, uh the batman where Sco- where they cross over with scooby-doo when uh batmite comes in uh he oh, purposefully removes the rules so that the scooby gang can be violent hmm. really that's yeah. actually kind of meta in a cool way yeah. <laughs> yeah, i'll be honest um yeah, they make a lot of dumb jokes here. And and also, like, I have no idea why we're doing anything. Like, we want free dinner at the mayor's house. And also, what what about the cicadas? And also, the furniture is evil. Like, th- it's just kind of all over the place. Too much? And they're just making dumb jokes. Yeah. It's a lot. I don't know what I'm supposed to be looking for here. And, and we expect that the mm. mayor will provide some answers. But when they go to Nothing. have dinner with him, like, not only does he not have answers for them, he doesn't remember inviting them. And he doesn't know what voting is. Like he doesn't know how anything is. Well, He's I didn't like a vote puppet for controlled you. by raccoons. <laughs> like yeah. even at this point. So also, are there like are there supposed to be like thirty two butlers? I thought that they were doing the joke that they do in Avatar, where it's the same guy and he's just putting on Different a bunch outfit. of costumes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Which which is. I think kind of a Scooby Doo thing to me. Yeah, because I can't tell all the difference between those blue cat people. Yeah. <laughs> Valid. Valid. Uh at some point they kind of split up. So now we've got we got our two two groups. Mm-hmm. Uh Scooby, 
Shaggy, Eustace, Courage, and Eustace Love just go to go this. make some fucking sandwiches. Love They're hungry. Yeah, we get classic sandwich scene right here. Yeah. I loved this. I loved scene. this grouping. I'm not they're, going, gonna they're going for fan service. It's a very no. It is a good grouping. Like totally. it doesn't have anyone who's trying to do anything productive. <laughs> exactly. So what, what, everybody who. What was the name of the sandwich? The uh, the San, sandwicho extra grande. grande extra grande something like yeah. that. It's so bad. They, they, they but they said times. it seven times, and yeah, I didn't write it, it down. Too many. They say it too many times. They say it at all, which is too many times. Yeah, agreed. I do like that they're pulling in the Scooby-Doo, like, gigantic sandwich gag. You have to have the gigantic sandwich gag in a Scooby-Doo property. I think they could have gone you? farther. Like, that I, was not I a think bit... they should... You want? I want the yeah. whole ham with the cross-section with the bone with the in bone it. Like, sticking mm. Yeah, it's sticking yeah. out of the side. That's yeah. what I wanted. Yeah, and it would have been more fun to see Eustace have a different issue other than, like... Oh, you're doing fart jokes, and I don't like that. Like, it would have been more interesting, like the palatability the of the sandwich, or like the size and girth. Like, if somehow, yeah. it became yes. an issue of infrastructure rather than, you know. Yes, used to so. well-known sandwich artiste. Um, so, yeah, so, he he would know. So, listeners, just to clarify, there is a gag where they're applying way too much mustard to the sandwich i can't imagine don't keep us in suspense dan like I, I, i'm sorry so i was saying no that, it was like it was if the internet cut out the <laughs> internet cut out but like so listeners for anyone who's wondering what we're referring to is a scene where they're applying way too much fucking mustard to the sandwich it's gonna give them i love mustard it's gonna well yeah but not gonna, enough i say it's gonna burn your sinuses and then Good. it starts to run Fuck out and it stuns and it makes fart noises and mm-hmm. scooby loves it and used to does yeah. and it's farts. We have both <laughs> Scooby Doo, it's fart jokes, Did and I... <laughs> Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is the only thing they could think of to pass the time when they joke. It's, it's okay. mustard they farts. Have so much to draw from, and so much that should work together. Sure. <laughs> the mustard is farting. Listen to it. <laughs> okay. Listen, it's I funny. I would prefer Eustace getting really into it, and everyone else being like. Come on, dude. <laughs> this is ridiculous. So I, I, I had like, it doesn't take a lot. I got like, you know, 10 seconds of Stockholm Syndrome. And at one point, like I was like going seven like layers deep into the sound effects. And I was like, <laughs> is it that it's a fart or it's a splatter poop? Like, is it funnier if it's a splatter poop? <laughs> Do they mean it to be a splatter poop? Cha- a splatter poop is gross, but maybe they don't expect the audience, but maybe they expect me to get it. <laughs> Me, yeah. Middle America. <laughs> Middle America taken out by a meteor. <laughs> but while they're doing the sandwich gags, yeah. which I like that they're doing a sandwich thing, even if the gags suck. Sure, the farting. Um, yeah, that, uh, the Wait, farting. oh, before that, can we talk about Eustace's mask made of food? That's not bad. Oh, that was pretty That's pretty. That was great. great. That was a great bet. Yeah, the that's classic. A, that's he pulls out the same classic Eustace mask. mask, but it was like with a uh, eggplant as the nose and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's fun to see uh, any kind of uh, what's the word? Iteration, in iteration on a common on a common joke in this new setting. Uh, that was pretty good. Thank you. But, but while they're all doing this, the rest of the crew, which is Gang minus Scooby and Shaggy, plus uh, Muriel, and plus Muriel, and they're all doing okay. 
so where where's the plot in this okay, episode so, again? So we're in, in the, the mayor's museum. house, there is a <laughs> No, museum. I know. I'm saying they're saying that. They're like, <laughs> I don't know where the plot is. We need some plot. Let's go to a museum. They, they find an expository TV, which is like, maybe the weirdness is because of the secret military base. I don't know. Leave me alone. Hey, does and anybody there's... have a ham fist around here? <laughs> a ham fist. Yeah, I'm like... looking for a ham fist. <laughs> for as much padding as they do. Was this really the most elegant way? <laughs> like, have them solve some things, perchance. Or connect things. Hi, there's how like are you? Of... You've showed up in the town of nowhere. Let me explain what nowhere is and really give have you, you an seen ad. Our flag? If you haven't fucking seen <laughs> I, Courage the Cowardly I Dog, the you should watch Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> because here's a fucking advertisement for it. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys take note of the flag? It's amazing. No, it's, I it's, missed the flag. It's Bigfoot oh. holding a bag of chips, and it says, and its, oh, yes, its town the, motto is per capita. That's the town motto, yeah. yeah. Per yeah. capita, more weird and creepy, mysterious stuff happens nowhere than anywhere else in the world. That's our town <laughs> motto. I just love the Sasquatch. Like the, it's not a candid photo of Sasquatch. He's like posing and giving the thumbs With up. The like tiny, or he's something. got the, like the tiny legs and the tiny hands. Yeah, and he's all like multicolored and stuff. Oh, yeah. so good. Oh. Now, now here's an interesting thing about the museum. There is a ton of like fan service and like references to other episodes. There's there's memorabilia. Yeah. Yeah. All of which refer to adventures that happened in Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yes. Mm -hmm. But not a single indication that anyone knows or has interacted with Courage in the past. (laughs) Feels like there could be a conspiracy theory there. I just don't know what to do with it. Beggar the imagination. They must I not. Do like the cameos. They must not give credit to the dog. It's it's so weird to like. <laughs> is this like a Black Captain America kind of situation? I think Eustace puts the like the solicitors will be shot uh, sign up mm. front, so that like any reporter trying to come down to get mm. their story gets kind of chased away. And sure. we all know it takes four reporters before they start to really respect the sign. <laughs> <laughs> So you know that Eustace well, is killed. Well, you have that one in every direction, every <laughs> cardinal direction. He's killed before and he'll kill again. <laughs> so, um, despite I do the like mystery... the cameos, though. Sorry, what? Because, like, I, I do like the cameos and the fact that they're, like, walking down the hallway and on the wall there's paintings of a bunch of Courage stuff. Courage stuff looks cool. So yeah, the, I, I liked the, that. This movie is for people who like Courage the Cowardly Dog and are aware of scooby-doo rather that than seems, the other way around that seems accurate like for the most the entirety part. of the no, world okay like all the all the fan service is in that one direction we can't know scooby-doo like you do Nick. no and nobody <laughs> should no, you, like you you yourself even recognize yep. that it's, it's mostly been a, a waste mental of illness time now. Well, maybe, well, you know, what did you think of this classic gag they do? Where, costume uh, gag! They do a costume gag Dude, and Bugs Bunny, this bug. They, it's so Bugs Bunny, it's love, insane. So I, I absolutely love a costume yeah. gag. I think it's one of my favorite Scooby-Doo bits of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also have gotten to a weird point with the costume gag where I feel like Part of what really invigorates me about it is that I would be completely sucked in by it. Uh, I've watched way too many cult documentaries by now, and I feel like I could fall into a cult at any point in time. Mm -hmm. And I feel like (laughs) these dudes being like, 
Hey, what what are you doing? We're we're, we're fucking uh uh we're doing insecticide here. We're like pest control. You need to get. We're your doing a job here. I would be like, oh, I am so sorry. I fucked up. Let me <laughs> let me give me the insecticide thing. Like Notable I would immediately do that. Like, yes, and yes, got it. And, got and, it. The, and the giant bug is like acting the way that all of the like old Frankenstein's and whatever did in the Scooby thing, where they're just kind of like looking around, slightly ashamed, and they're like, "Okay, I guess, yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right." It's anytime I walk into a DMV or a fucking post <laughs> office, I'm immediately just ready to get yelled at. <laughs> and mm. like that would be like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, shit. This is how I I need to not be yelled at. What do I when, do? Tell me what to do so I don't get yelled at. Well, take this uh, thing of insecticide and start bragging it around. Great. Done. Done, boss. Anything else you need me to do? <laughs> Have you ever been at the front of the line in the post office and there's two people uh, in, in, who are like talking to the the post officers? What are they called? Post clerks. <laughs> clerks. And you don't know which one's going to finish first. So you don't know if you're going to get the chatty po- clerk or the or the business clerk. And you're not sure which like persona to put on. And you've got to decide really quickly. Business you also only definitely have a... I'm about to talk about my grandmother. Mm-hmm. But you definitely have a preference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we will not talk about our preferences. That will stay sacred. That's between you and your officer. God. (laughs) (laughs) That's between you and the post office. office. (laughs) Which, as we all know, is a federally protected right. The post office. Thanks, Nixon. (laughs) Don't look it up. Yes. So, so, yeah, that's, that's, I think, as much Scooby-Doo as the as this movie gets is that is that mm-hmm. costume gag uh, well, and there was, was kinda, a door gag i was kind of well. here for it the, the door gag yeah, yeah it was pretty the, forced oh they yeah the... they do have the da- the door thing like well that didn't have the background music for it it didn't mm-hmm. but it also gave me yeah. my also uh like huge laugh when the like a uh, cute-eyed bug came out and they're oh, like yeah. oh and then it was like and they're like fuck yeah that's the courage yeah that's, that's the, the intersection i'm looking for yeah i i yeah. fucking lost my shit i loved that but uh, we're still a ways out from that. Sorry, First we have sorry. heavy metal music while bad 3D spiders chase uh, chase them from the floorboards. Yep, pretty bad. <laughs> yep, pretty not good. Uh, and the gang and Muriel, like the rest of them, as as these guys are getting chased around by cicadas, the rest of them are in, what is this, like the bat cave? And they find... I, I have in my notes that they're in an underground lair, but I don't have anything indicating like how they got there. Or whether they're there. I don't know what this is connected to. Uh, they went to. Is, was they this the went through the, the um, museum. Uh, yeah, Scooby accidentally, or Scooby Shaggy and Courage accidentally sent them around the. Um, it was like Outside. a bookcase, bookcase gag, where it spun around and then all of a sudden they're in caves. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do. They do have the bookcase gag. That's good. Uh, but Damn, they you watched this three times. <laughs> No, no comment. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're in the underground uh, layer, and they find a machine that's sending the dog signals, which is well, now. Well, nah. I need, I need to hold. On. I need to slow this down for a second because let's take apart this machine. Shall we? <laughs> I couldn't put it back together again. <laughs> uh, they find. An oscilloscope, yep. a gramophone, a radio, an auto dialer, and a typewriter. 
It was like an and old it's school not printer. Clear how they interact. Yeah, it was like a printer Look. with like the fucking like uh, uh, side thing that you would pull off. I can't remember what mm-hmm. that was called. I remember printing shit off from that. Post officer, yeah. Well, the, like you would print out and then you'd have the uh, the bracketed sides that you'd have to pull off to have a nice sheet of paper. Yeah, I the perforation. The dot matrix printers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Thanks, Dave. Uh it's just a lot of like again with that fucking anachronism bullshit. Like they have cell phones, they have smartphones and they're looking up they they have an app that teaches them how to conquer their fears. And there's this adding machine gramophone yeah, auto dialer monster. It's what an engineer would throw together if they knew their manager was coming in to check on them. <laughs> like, what have you been up to these past No, we're totally still at work, guys. I mean, it's the, like, you can clearly see there's a lot you going handle on the here. business. It's not all done yet. handle this. When your only source of parts is goodwill. This is literally uh, the, the chick who had, like, the blood uh, uh, testing kit who just went to prison. Oh, uh, uh, oh Ther- yeah. Ther- Theranos. That's literally Elizabeth, her. Elizabeth, yeah, Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah, Elizabeth Holmes. She's like, who, what if, is this? give me your blood and your money now. I will give you super science later. Oh, Ben. <laughs> what? Ben, ben you, you haven't heard about the psychopath oh, no. who, who duped Henry Kissinger and company into giving billions of Dan, dollars? Dan, give it to oh, I didn't know Henry <laughs> Kissinger was involved. Oh, they were getting better. They were getting like the biggest ticket people in on this. It was like this. So this is it's this woman who was trying to be the new Steve Jobs. Yeah, yeah. Mm. She was trying to be the next Steve Jobs. She dressed like Steve Jobs. It was crazy. She came up with this cock and bull medical technology where you could do a blood test in no time, and she was like getting all these big time investors. Mm -hmm. And when she would take them on tours of the testing facility, there was always something. That would keep them from seeing the actual test, or I think they even had a machine that just acted like it was doing a test, but it was literally just like beeping. Yeah. (laughs) And apparently, like, they had absolutely no technology to back this up. They would just send the blood off to a real lab (laughs) and give the results as though that, like, it was absolutely nuts. And so they, the house of cards finally collapsed in. She and her weird boyfriend accomplice oh yeah was, that's a whole separate side yeah. weirdness they're they, like they're on trial i haven't i haven't seen how it's how it's gone it, i think it started the trial i thought but, i yeah. heard poorly and yeah in every interview that you see of her she's speaking as low as possible because she thinks it makes her sound more authoritative yeah she speaks in a lower register to sound oh my yeah exactly it's It's a fascinating story it's so google it man this is yeah this is a gift you've given me the whole podcast was worth it you guys now i'm so happy that i have like this new like just i don't know this is something that i'm gonna i'm gonna have just 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 nailed into my memory for the next decade and i'm very happy about and it. please keep it nailed in the podcast too keep this in oh yeah show notes for this one certainly yeah do not, not for, cut it out not for war on drugs but this definitely <laughs> go fuck yourself yeah. zane i need you to either laugh at me but anyways i need you to just to explain this to me hmm. defying the laws of gravity and physics why are you asking, Zane? Those aren't the same laws. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll admit I, it took me. Hey, Zane, me why don't you explain second. some physics to us? Look, no, because in in the movie they're like it's defying the laws of gravity and physics, and it's like, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, this Go is on. this is why it took I'm me. Invested. This Look, is why it took me three laws, times to watch right? this. <laughs> oh no, they've stolen all the squares and rectangles. <laughs> uh, those are all just rectangles. <clears throat> you see, yeah, this is what, why that's it, what Big Square wants you to think. This is it's why a tax it took, dodge. This is why it took me three times to watch this movie. It just I, I couldn't <laughs> process it. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. I don't blame you, cause like okay, so what what happens is Scooby Shaggy Eustis or not Eustis fucked off. Oh, somewhere Eustis in the was like, "Fuck you yourself with your sandwich, <laughs> I'm out." And then he just fucks off to his house, you, and then just receives don't know sandwich tech. Uh, untold riches with yeah. no consequences, because <laughs> no, no ramifications. Like rich people in town, including the bank clown. And he when never he has to give that Making dogs back? dance into hypnotizing <laughs> banks. When, when did that happen? It's, it's so unclear, and they don't really explain <laughs> it later. Uh, they but try. Yeah, but Bless their hearts, they try. Also, I and, loved <laughs> every moment where somebody was called and just like, I'm a very busy businessman. <laughs> Okay, I'll bring the diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we do get a door gag down here in the underground. It. Sure. I feel like they could have done this in a number of other places more successfully. This one wasn't really how I liked it. It was okay. Like, I'm glad they got one in, and it was good enough. Like, they could have like, done it just... in the corn maze. That, I think, would have been better. It sure. almost felt like they were they were trying to do it in the corn maze, but then didn't quite uh, negotiate it properly. Mm. I don't think anything is ever going to rise to the uh, majesty that is the Johnny Bravo Scooby Doo. Yeah. No, that was honestly episode. peak. Some some spinoffs yeah. feel inspired, and some just feel like you're fulfilling an obligation. This feels like an obligation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they. Th- so the machine. The quote unquote, the machine gets crashed in on by all them. And so they're like, done and done. Problem solved. Wait, the water's falling upward. And this, this mind the, control this... device does anti gravity as well. Yeah, this is. We're, Why wouldn't we're, it? We're in Look the, at the tame part of the show, guys. Like, everything up until now, ho hum, business as usual. But everything has been relatively very well explained up until this point. But Jesus, you guys yeah. keep talking about this. I'm gonna Google Neil deGrasse Tyson's phone number real quick, and by the time we get <laughs> no, to that, that's okay. we should be able to get him on the podcast to talk about this. Yeah, anti gravity power source creates mind control uh, in people and dancing in dogs. Dark and, matter. And, Vel- and Velma says, "Like I can figure this out, but I need the access to the internet." And Muriel's like. Oh, we have a computer back at the farm, and I got excited. I'm like, I, I, I was not expecting the courage computer to show Plot up. Points. I was hoping, yeah, but I didn't. Expect I, I, it. I so like that the is computer. a courage the cowardly dog thing. The, the sarcastic the computer, yeah. Okay, sarcastic computer. Um, it's not as abrasive in this, and I really wish it was. I liked the. He's more caustic, kinda, typically. Yes, okay. he was. He was exceedingly caustic toward Kurt, okay. just constantly like nagging him while doing the things that he needed him to do. Great. Well, yeah, he was, calling like, he, was, he was feeling a lot more elated. He's in love. Yeah, Ugh. this one was just a little condescending. That's about it. Okay. It's it's in the right axis, but yeah. I needed some more amplitude. So yeah. my note is, yeah. uh, you go fuck yourselves. Let these computers flirt. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, they're down. They were getting, they were having such a beautiful, blossoming relationship, and I was like, "Well, fuck you, Scooby and Courage. Let them do their thing." 
I like that uh, Velma's uh, tablet speaks in her voice uh, in the in the way that like dog owners like <laughs> their dogs start to look like them kind of, kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty good. Um, like if you just like but... were were to try to open my phone, it would be like you go fuck yourself. <laughs> that classic thing you say to me constantly. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, Eustace is, is at the farm having his sandwich party, and when people give him just show up in, at his door and give him money, he's like, "Yeah, I, I deserve all this." And we get a we get a rap song. Honestly, it was better than the opening credits. It, it, I disagree wholeheartedly, <laughs> Nick. Uh, well, uh, I, who has the music this degree? This is rough. Nick. I couldn't look away from it. The concept was flawed from the beginning, but the execution totally. was as good as they could probably manage. That's that's where I fall down. Cause I got more green in a tree, yo. Like a cash machine or casino. I'm a VIP, taking charge, living what are your thoughts? Yeah, what, what's where. your take? You're, you're making faces. I do love the faces, but I, we're gonna need some audio from you. Why did they do this sequence? <laughs> yeah, I, someone's marketing <laughs> department failed them, you know? Because, like, Scooby-Doo, Courage, where is rap in, in that? Straight out of Compton I mean, came Scooby- out, like, uh, at least a year earlier, right? <laughs> at least a decade <laughs> or two before, yeah. I um, mean, the movie. No more than... No I less, also mean the movie. No less the, than... The movie is called two. Straight Out of Nowhere. Do you think they came up with that after the rap song or before? I, like, which... That's a great question. <laughs> These were independent developments. That is the question. That is the question of the night. When did yeah, they come it, up with this name? I think that the name came first, and then the music video is there to justify the Listen, name. the boldness of his uh, his bared chest, uh, I loved the fact that he was able to express himself as a man, and he was able to, you know, not be... What a man. He was not, he was not encumbered by any, you know, like, societal... Uh, uh, shackles. He was able to finally, once all this stolen booty that he did not steal, somebody else stole, mm-hmm. but that was given to him, was bestowed mm-hmm. upon him. He was able to finally realize who he was, and he was able to sh- throw off, mm-hmm. you know, his his uh, flannel. I I can't entirely his tell what he wears. Close. <laughs> You're close, Nick. Because the, the like you said, Zane, like him getting a bunch of money and being like, "Yes, I deserve this." Yes. Amazing. The idea that he is going to express, you know, through song, mm-hmm. how much he rap. deserves it through rap fits. The rap part is the part where it doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I think that he would be very dismissive of such an art form. Oh, yeah. why were do you he think, aware of it at all? He is almost certainly a racist too. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, so I don't like, think there's. I think he's, there's plenty of evidence. And now we like, finally no get into it. I think a turkey it was in the straw jig there been... on January sixth. This <laughs> is the question we've all come to answer. Ben, now, you, you first. You, you, you yes say, or no? Hey, Nick, you say so very dismissively. But if somebody came up to you and said, "Hey, here's your Proud Boys uniform. Yes, and this for me," you'd be like, "Unfortunately, oh, yeah. I'd probably be there." <laughs> I, I, I pray the day never comes. <laughs> what am I But yeah, I just don't think it should be a rap song. I think it should be a country jig or something else. Or don't. Something old time. They're really like bad don't. at writing country jigs. The the opening number proved that. Hmm. 
I don't think they did much better with the with the straight out of nowhere. Thing. Honestly, don't give a shit. Uh, point th- point three percent better is still better in my book. <laughs> That's fair. That's very fair. I I will say I like that they get the Scrooge McDuck reference. Yep, uh, diving into the coins. I mm-hmm. said Eustace. My note them. says uh, Eustace Scrooge McDucking, and then he raps. Yep. 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 And I choose to focus on the Scrooge McDucking. Yeah. Uh, cornfield. Cornfield humor. The rest of the gang has to try to get toward the farmhouse to get to the computer. Those fucking have bugs affection. carrying them off. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, we don't know where they're going. We don't have any idea about what the agency of this insect is. They could just be uh, carrying them up high enough and dropping them to die. Who knows? And frankly, where they end up is kind of scary. Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, although they can dance. But, like, uh, yeah, the, the scarecrow follows them, which is a very Scooby-Doo, like, look behind you. Wait, is something following me? No, everything is still. And then go continue forward. And eventually the bug jumps out of it and uh, carries Velma off. And they're like, we're too dumb to do the rest of this movie. And then Shaggy has this speech. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. How they're always afraid, so they aren't after all. When did everybody know that he was going to get carried off? I was surprised by it, and really? I actually, that was the second point. That was the second point. Really? I knew something was going to happen. Okay. But then when the bug carried him off really abruptly, like, I think they nailed the timing on that one, honestly. So it was, like, halfway uh, was through. The halfway through, I was like, the speech is going on too long. He's getting too confident. He's going to get carried off. <laughs> I, I, I thought I thought that he was until uh, it got a little less serious because he's, like, saying the central theme of The Courage the Cowardly Dog Show. He's like... You, you gotta grow up and be strong with like strength and stuff that's mm-hmm. that's the quote well this is the fucking uh, yeah. courage is um because because the whole thing about courage the courage of the cowardly dog we talked about this when we did the episode with uh you dan is that like each of the people in courage the cowardly dog they're all just reacting to fear in a different way whether it be to just like head in the sand or mm-hmm. pretend that it's not scary or you know actually be afraid of it um, so it, it is kind of bringing a lot of that courage energy to mind of, like, the only true courage is when you actually have fear and acknowledge it. That's the only time you can really showcase it, which is a good message and doesn't fit Shaggy at all. Uh, but he gets carried off by a giant bug, so mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Sure. That's that's way deeper than this movie ever probably. Oh, yeah. Out. Yeah, so. Uh, but they are Fuck back you. in the Fuck you. Joseph farmhouse. Campbell wrote this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I wrote this movie. <laughs> oh, if only. They're like, we need to fill 75 minutes between these two properties. What do you got? Fart jokes. Yeah, we already got that. Okay. Well, that's really all I got, man. I then have a note that says, uh, Velma uses an Android tablet. Gross. <laughs> Plebe. I, I'm more concerned with just, you know, they're very hot for each other. Oh, I loved that. Device. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. Let the computers oh, flirt. Yeah. Uh, I was more pissed off with uh, the uh, the files are in the computer gag, like the the stupid, <laughs> like, oh, duh, it, duh, we the have to figure out the tablet. Like, so. Um, yeah, mu- like much, 2001 monkeys at the model. Yeah, like, kinda, like smarter, kind of vibe there. Smarter people than me have said, like, you can't do a sword fighting scene anymore like just a sword fighting scene like you have to do something else if you're going to have right. a sword fighting scene because princess There's bride be in it. also did it 
perfectly. Not like debatable. Princess Bride did it. <laughs> now you need to somehow find another way to do it. But I liked the one in My Cousin Vinny, but yeah. <laughs> that is a great sword fighting scene. Yeah. The Close owl, second. Who knew? Such a fencer. Only slightly less well known. <laughs> But, That's a switch. Yeah, that was nuts. I get, I get points for that wow. one. Wow. Chris Hardwick just called me and said points. Um, Thank you. Feel uh, gross or uh, good about that as you will. But, like, the, the files are in the computer bullshit. Like, mm, fucking Zoolander did it more. the best yeah, way possible. Yeah, we need, we need more than that if you're going to make a joke about yeah, it. Yeah, didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, None of the jokes really work all that well. What we do get from this scene is some more plot, uh, which we haven't gotten yet. Which so that was it was nice to, for them to like at least pretend that everything made sense for yeah. a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, a meteor landed in nowhere, which is why everything is weird around nowhere. Which is cosmology that I did not realize. <laughs> yeah. I, I never got before. Like creepy stuff happens in nowhere is explained in this movie in a way that i didn't think ever needed to be explained so that that was interesting yeah yeah what did you think of the explanation because the explanation is there's a meteor made of dark matter stuck in there yeah that that, people are explanation is nonsense obviously but right and it's being exploited like there's there's it's being actively exploited by a cat and a a duck Because, you know, exploiting it is incredibly easy. All you have to do is just spin it around your you finger like a, a like a basketball. Yeah, it's a wish machine. Yeah, more or less. It's a wish machine that does mind control. Uh, but uh, Scooby and, and Courage recognize, Velma said they need to dig to the source. So they start digging underground. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, okay, this is the iPod ad that I was talking Loved about. Loved it. Oh. Uh, what what is happening here? We're fully off the rail. <laughs> the colors are going crazy. Yep. Uh, the the opposite of fear is fun song where it's like polka and they're running from the bug. It's a hoedown. Yeah, I was like, this song the- is such dog oh, shit, but yet somehow I agree with it. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Like uh, up I- is down. And they do all like the weird. Uh, so they, they steal the dark matter cluster, which looks dumb mm. and. Due to its powers or its influence, they're constantly changing animation it, it's styles. It's a wackiness generator. It looked it, like it's it, like the weird Mageddon from Gravity Falls. Yeah, yeah. it looked like the uh, tiny, the uh, tiny version of the beryllium sphere from. Uh, 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 oh, from a uh, Galactic Quest. Galactic Galactus Quest. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What 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 uh, shape changings did you like? I liked Cube Fred. <laughs> cube Fred is good. He just cube breaks Fred into a good, bunch Fred. of cubes, a bunch of squishy cubes. We get eight bit Daphne. Yeah, we get eight bit Daphne with with the with the Mario sound effects. Yes, that was quite nice. Very good. Um, but yeah, that was great. Oh, they, they, yeah, but but they also find the rest of the gang tied up in in webs and like dancing. They're like they're being marionetted through with the webs to the music, which disturbing. I actually thought was like one. It was like the only creepy moment <laughs> in this movie, but I thought it was actually kind of cool. But that's what I don't happens. know. Did you guys get a, a read of that? What, what do you mean that's what happens? Well, I mean, it proves it. At the end, when they bring <laughs> the dark matter into the, the uh, into Muriel's house, and everybody dances. Oh, yeah. It, it gets you grooving. Yeah, that's the end of the movie. But, oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, well, there's, there's, we're not there's there, some we're, other we're stuff. Not even there, we're not even through. there yet. Ugh. 
The, it no, could be the we end didn't even get to the we didn't we're even near. get to the craziest part yet. We're nearby though. We wow. got eight bit Daphne, and we haven't even gotten to the weirdest part yet. I can't yet. wait so, to hear what you think the craziest part is. <laughs> so the, they 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 end up going to the surface. They're fighting the bugs, and the bug gets the meteor and basically does a Power Rangers right, like fracturing yeah. the earth Take and growing my huge. monster. Grow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, more or less. We just kaiju fight. Time for a kaiju fight. Yeah, Courage does it too, and and they fist fight. Sure. Courage morphing into a kaiju to fight something that is threatening Muriel, that's a a Courage the Cowardly Dog thing. There was also a Godzilla roar. Yes. When he he does like the big fire breath uh, into the sky, when he thinks he's victorious, he does the Godzilla roar thing. Yeah, that, yeah, that was right the, into the mic the there. The thing I would have liked better is if instead of like just big fight, um, they did a more Courage the Cowardly Dog thing. Like, remember, first episode, Courage the Cowardly Dog, fight for your life. We're playing squash, right? Like, yeah, we're, we're playing racquetball. Yes. Like, oh, why, like if, why he had, this billiards? if he had to like uh, like play chess or like no it should have been billiards with like knocking the space meteor into a corner pocket or something or as the fucking uh credits uh suggested he should be playing the game of life yeah oh that would have been cute and they can use the minis for um they can use all of the cast of scooby-doo as like the minis there you go. to go around the board there you go oh and and eustace is stuck in the car as it goes onto like the uh the career space and he's an artist and he, i don't want to be an artist yeah and at this point <laughs> yeah, just complain I would about like that to say, i watched that for half an yeah, hour <laughs> i would like to say that we wrote this movie better go fuck oh. yourself michael ryan <laughs> for never being on my fucking podcast even though i reached through the actual channels to try and get you on legitimately Fuck that you. said, Mike Ryan, if you'd like to be on the Carton cast, despite <laughs> me for nothing else. <laughs> also, this, who's Mike Ryan? Oh, he yeah. does seem like a this very is, nice guy. <laughs> this is the part of the movie that feels like a Final Fantasy boss fight. Yes, 100%. Courage is like jumping from end of the video floating game. rock to floating rock. Yes. He's hiding in a gigantic windmill, yeah. which I like. Mario Odyssey, whatever the fuck. Yep. Yes. They trap it in the, yeah. they trap the bug in the windmill. And and all the rocks are floating around this this mystic hullabaloo because floating rocks means you're in an epic space that just is not where we're the, the whole thing is It doesn't fit the scale of either story. Yeah, there's some yeah, there's some fucking um, some like opera music going on in the background. Okay, all right, that's that's plenty. Thank Thank you. Thank you. What is that? You're gonna you, we're gonna have to hard reset, Dan. Someone find a toothpick. Uh. <laughs> Unfold the paperclip. We're going to put the SIM card into the other uh, cell phone. (laughs) Stick it in my ear. Reset me. Oh, my God. (laughs) So so they get the cicada. Stick it in my ear. Reset me. I'm done. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Um, Behave. So, yeah. There's there's another shitty song. Yeah. Yep. They they unmasked the cicada. Right, they, yes. do the, one, they do the Scooby Doo thing, the Cicada Queen. One, one point I want to say before uh, everything kind of wraps up is when Courage defeats the Cicada Queen, and like it's Queen of Cicada Queen shrinks back down, and the, all the wreckage falls on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it falls in like a perfect shape of a jail, yes. uh, accompanied to some marimba sound effects, ah. which is a very Scooby Doo. Very Hanna Barbera. I appreciated it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. 
So yeah, it's it's the mayor all along. But oh, the, these days Scooby Doo, you always have to have two masks on. What? Yes, uh, and it's actually a robot <laughs> um, piloted by Cat and Laquack. This, I love that they're just crammed yeah. in there like sardines. They're crammed into the plot too. <laughs> like they don't need to be here. Yeah, it was not satisfying. Yeah. No. no, it was very contrived. And they try to explain everything that happened. And listener. I won't do you the disservice of trying to explain the plot of this. No. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. And I'm All kind right. of and upset listener? that they tried to explain it. <laughs> I, I think that might have catered more to the Scooby-Doo side of things. Maybe. Eh. But Courage never needed that, which is why I say that they are an oil and a vinegar or whatever. They just We can't combine them like this. And, and they never do explain why Scooby got entranced to a, arrive here in the first place. Like what, he what could hear the the uh, 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 frequencies, so like the frequencies are, that were coming off because he's a dog. Bullshit. It's because he's doing. a dog. Yeah, dogs. Yeah, they yeah, talk about dog frequencies here. quite a bit. Dog frequencies. Also, uh, humans cannot hear <laughs> Dude, up to nineteen kilohertz. That's no, that's, that's patently that's false. <laughs> it's like twenty to twenty thousand is is the range. Um, no. <laughs> Yeah. No, you, anyway. you you get the idea of like post fourteen, but like you don't hear post fourteen kilohertz. I, maybe it like registers as like a migraine yeah. and not as hearing. It does. Oh, yeah. Google human hearing range about twenty hertz to about twenty kilohertz. You Very don't nice. get it. I, I took a class on this, Nick. It's fine. <laughs> Um, so you, you just I fucking deal with you, huh? 16 kilohertz very frequently. <laughs> <laughs> and how much loud mis- music do you listen to, Nick? Actually, very little. I I, I do a very quiet music listening. Um, I'm more theoried. Nick is applied. We work with sound. So <laughs> the, yeah, never the twain shall meet. The, so the the Glockenspiels, the the butler and his wife. Oh yeah, they God, had we names. never talked about them. The, the, no, we did. Of they, course, they we did it. Oh yeah, they, that's they why I took up. a piss. They were they were the Blukers. Yeah, uh, they were yeah. they were actually the military people from Courage the Cowardly Dog. Again, I am quite like we're supposed to have weirdness because of the secret military base. I I like they don't they don't tie these loose ends very well. They no. they do a lot of work to 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 to, to tangle them all up. Sure. It seems like mm-hmm. like I would have been more satisfied with. Velma insisting, no, this all has to make sense. And then they point to a fucking cactus that is salivating over in the corner. And she's like, that doesn't explain anything. And then no one gives a shit because it's Courage the Cowardly Dog or if here. It was, and like nothing has to make sense. If it was cicadas that they murdered. Like if the cicadas. Oh, like underneath Katz's mask, it was actually the cicada yeah, queen again. And, the, and then they fucking murdered them. And then it was like, well, we won. Yeah. Yeah, Kate's one. I, I think the throughout this, end. they just couldn't quite tell if they were trying to play it straight or parody it. I would have appreciated. The, I did appreciate the parody of. Uh, well, maybe this isn't parody so much as just playing with the conventions of uh, when they're trying to get through the. And it would we would have done it if it weren't for you meddling kids mm. line. Mm-hmm. And Fred just tries to fucking rip the face off of a cat. That was <laughs> so funny. Because he thinks fun. that it's another mask. That, that was so this funny. is a cat that talks. Yeah, so that was funny. Right. That was funny. That was pretty good. I will admit. And then I mean, dance everything party. that Fred does always gets me. 
Fred kind of works in a Courage the Cowardly Dog situation mm-hmm. as like a ineffectual bureaucrat, you know? <laughs> yeah, the, the fourth <laughs> yes. way to deal with, with oncoming dangers. <laughs> yeah, go, uh, <laughs> go, go play some tennis or something. Uh, so I need to leave because uh, this is the point where I need to prove my girlfriend wrong and say that this episode was not going to take two hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> and I am That's just fair. hovering into the, the uh, That's area. all right. Why don't, why don't you tell us your final thoughts and plugs and then we'll close out. Honestly, I thought this movie yeah, was uh, fucking hilarious. I laughed out loud several times. I know that is not uh, what everybody felt. Uh, but maybe I'm just like Stockholm syndromed into liking this stupid <laughs> bullshit. I, I I can't tell. I can't maybe. tell. Your your deadpan's too good. Did you actually like this? Totally. Movie? Yeah, I Why laughed out loud huh? several times. I don't know. Like it didn't have Casey Kasem, so I thought it was like a fifty fifty. I've watched Matthew best. Lillard for uh fucking thirty years now. <laughs> Brave soul you Thank are. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, I thought this movie was great, um, uh, and I realized that that's not going to be what everybody thinks. But you know what? Well, it's a bad movie. So. Yeah, one hundred percent. I also am a difficult? huge fan of uh, Emily in Paris, and that show is terrible. <laughs> well, I'm glad you appreciated it because, like, I think there was a lot here for you specifically to appreciate as somebody who's very familiar with the Scooby Doo conventions, and they do try to use that in a thing that isn't Scooby-Doo, and it turns out not to work very well. The character bits were, like, Mm. insanely uh, characteristic uh, and weird, and uh, Mm. I I enjoyed them. I enjoyed all the sandwich making. I enjoyed uh, the, 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 like, stupid fucking shit with uh, where it was, like, Shaggy, Scooby, and Courage paired together. I thought that that shit was just, like, funny, and uh, it didn't need to be more than that for me. Mm-hmm. I do like when Scooby and Courage meet that they go sniff each other's butts. Yep. And and once again, mm-hmm. just to reiterate, Scooby has to say, you're like me, because <laughs> no one would ever fucking confuse them for the same goddamn species. Um, uh, go check out wow. my friend Aaron Reynolds' book, Effin' Birds, because it's the best. Uh, it's an ornithological exploration into why he hates his old co-workers. Um, and uh, check out the back catalog of uh, What's With You Scooby-Doo available on all podcasting platforms uh, Great, Nick, thanks so much for coming on the show This was uh, it was a blast to have you on and we were glad to have a Scooby-Doo uh, expert at our back end call Thanks so much for having me Love it Come back soon Will do Alright, uh, thank you for letting me prove my girlfriend wrong Goodbye <laughs> Goodbye <laughs> So long uh, so, so I I, yeah. I didn't like it probably as much as Nick, but I did <laughs> like a, a number of parts of it. There were there were, you know, individual interactions and scenes that I I enjoyed quite a bit. But I think on the whole, the movie felt to me superficial. Um, mm. In that a lot of the you know there was fan service, there were gags, just stuff I've seen before that doesn't take a lot of effort to put into this. And I wish they had done with something you know grander or weirder. Um, you know, lean more into that courage thing. Like, like I said, I could have written it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what Nick had said earlier about the whole um, "we've seen it before," you have to do something else with it. Kind of the thing about sword fighting. I, I've seen a fart joke before mm-hmm. in like Family Guy or whatever. Like you, you, you. I, I want the bar to be a little bit higher than standard fart joke yeah it doesn't involve any of the characters it, it it doesn't really play off any of their personalities other than like 
I don't know what like what was the personality like Scooby finding humor and flatulence I, I, like that's not a thing that he even has. At my most so, generous, like, it's you know Eustace doesn't like Shaggy. Shaggy likes this crude humor. Eustace does too. Actually, we later see he just can't show it. I guess I kind of like that part of it, but it, mm-hmm. it's not worth the amount of time it takes to get there. No, they just have nothing else to say. They don't have anything to say in this movie, so they cram it with a lot of stock standard jokes that isn't really lifted up by the properties involved. The only thing I can add to that is just the way that I would frame it, is that this was two teams of film executives getting together and making their dolls kiss. (laughs) (laughs) That's really all it is. That's a a good way to put it. (laughs) Although, I will say... I don't hate the pairings of Scooby Shaggy Courage or Muriel plus Rest of Gang. Should yeah, work. Kind of like, it like should, should work. Like a study abroad, like for an exchange program for like a season. The the the, the Jimmy Timmy Power Hour. Mm-hmm. One of them gets sucked into the other one's um, animation style and their kind of vibe. Yeah. Like yeah. if we did that, where if Muriel was just along for the ride for the Scooby Doo Gang doing a regular Scooby Doo thing, I feel like it could work okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a Scooby and Shaggy being, well, actually, I don't know. I take that back. I think Courage really needs to be the sole person who sees the bullshit going on around him in his world. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Dolls kiss. (laughs) Exactly. Well, well put. If I can do anything with words, it's good things with the words. (laughs) Oh no. I've spent. You have the best words. I've spent all the words out on that one. So. <laughs> no more no more to be had it seems um yeah is there anything else that we want to say about the movie just uh my earlier point i'm sticking to it they're both ostensibly in the quote-unquote horror genre but one is campy one is absurdist and kind of comical and they, the twain do not really work together yeah yeah flintstones meets the jetsons was way better of a movie I'm amazed to hear you say that. And I wonder if, like, whenever we recorded that, like, that version of you and this version of you could argue that point, maybe? <laughs> I would love to. I, I would love to be able to do so. If I find a dark matter cube and manage to clone myself, but also send myself back in time three years, mm-hmm. uh, let me know. And and we'll we'll set that up. Well, I until had... we set that up. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to finish the anecdote. I had such a nice idea of the Flintstones meet the Jetsons when I was a kid and then I finally found a YouTube clip of a commercial for the VHS and it was like a $70 VHS <laughs> and I felt and I immediately felt bad for badgering my mom to get that it's like, oh no oh, it couldn't have been that good no. <laughs> yeah Oof. That's, no. that's pretty rough I interrupted but like, uh, no, well, at least you didn't badger her for this. So. No. Yeah, but uh, Ben, um, you know, Space Cubes uh, not permitting, what are we going to watch next time? Space Cubes aside, we're going to be watching... Um, Space Lions. Space Lions forming a Voltron. We're going to be watching the original Voltron. Yeah, have you... Because we uh, have not checked that out yet, and I need I need some candy for my soul, Zane. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I, I thrive on this 80s... Kind of, you know, He-Man era, limited animation stuff. Have you watched any of it yet? No. I, it's, doesn't, doesn't do it for me. (laughs) Are you saying, Zane, come on now. We've got me, somebody who appreciates He-Man on a level that. He-Man. 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 He-Man on, 
on 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 quite an extreme level. And you, uh, an avid fan of Power Rangers, I feel like there's going to be enough there. Yeah, I I I, I look forward to talking about Power Rangers. Um, <laughs> that, that's what's I will happen. tell you that it starts with a five episode uh, intro arc. Yeah, I expect that. That that also is true of the um, blah, 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 the, modern, the the remake. Yeah, the modern yeah. retelling. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Zane, what are we doing after Voltron? Well, Ben, uh, you know, you you think yes, you can Zane. go back into the eighties and find some retro stuff that appeals to you? And I say, what if we go further? We need to, we need to go <laughs> deeper. And deeper. what if we went back? Uh, really far into a different weird animation style because it's that time again. Ben, we're going to watch Gumby. Gumberculies, I love that guy. Oh, yeah. Gumb it up, baby. I'm, isn't, is that claymation or am I confused? It's, oh, it's very claymation. It's very clay? Classic. Okay, good. Classic claymation. Excited. Mm. Yeah, we, we haven't done claymation since uh, Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Which is a very yeah. bespoke kind of clay. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I, and I love dan caves that we could have you on so that you could recognize that we're going to be watching stuff that you'd be more interested in <laughs> yes than this movie. so it goes you know i'm gonna i'm gonna ambush you with it right now Ooh. as compensation for this episode i would love to come back and talk about the critic sometime oh yeah I mean, it, it is one of my favorite shows. I've been meaning to give it a rewatch, and I would love to hear your thoughts on it. So, hell like, yeah, yeah, that, we'll 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 earmark that one for you. Beautiful, beautiful, yeah, it's beautiful. But thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I, yeah, thanks, thanks for coming back, Dan. Another another Halloween tradition checked off the list. Coming mm-hmm. on the Car Tomcast. Um, is there any place where people can find you, or would you like to preserve your anonymity? Uh, at the moment, I'm going to try to keep on the down low, but uh, yeah. I'm still, you know, lingering about ghosts at the feast, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, at an undisclosed location, yep. yes. There's still a backlog of Cocktail Party Congress, and it's probably dated, but, you know. That is okay. I mean, <laughs> shit's pretty crazy right now. Yeah. We, could, we could use some of that dated <laughs> May- content. Maybe you, you would like to go back. And- it. <laughs> go, go, go back and live the golden age of the terror. <laughs> yeah, that on the exactly. <laughs> when we thought things were as bad as they were going to get. Yeah, but now it's boring oh. again, so. <laughs> we can give our livers a rest for at least yeah, a thanks, bit. Obama. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Obama, too. Electric boogaloo. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for coming back on, Dan Cave. A pleasure, and Nick. if you want to... And thanks again to Nick for coming on before he fucked right off. Um, <laughs> if you want to check out Dan's uh, uh, podcast uh, backlog, the po- Cocktail Party Congress can be found at fancybat.com. You can find our other shows on the network there, such as Empowered, um, which is about superpowers. And uh, what else do I do here? You can go to our Facebook page. You can go to Apple Podcasts and uh, give us a rating or review, which would really help us out. And makes me feel good which is kind of the point of this podcast now uh and more than anything else please tell your friends about the show there you go uh dan do you want to send us off with a pithy rejoinder um just have a spooktacular rest of the year everybody yeah zane would you like to also send us off with a my cousin Vinny reference i don't remember dark matter showing up in my cousin Vinny to a significant degree <laughs> but if it did, I think it'd go a little something like this. <laughs> you Good night, everyone. <laughs> oh. 